0: All right, everybody, we are back for another episode. Oh my goodness, it has been a week. We're trying to record a little bit early because of obviously we're starting school. We have all this stuff this fall. And so we're trying to like have a little bit ahead of time because y'all know that literally there have been times where we sit down on Sunday evening and we're recording for the next day, which I get that some people do that because it's like their job or whatever, but Maddie and I have like a ton of other stuff and so we're trying to mix everything. But we have a really great episode today and we're really excited to dive into this topic because Mm -hmm. I've seen many people struggle with it and I've even struggled with it myself. I know Maddie has as well. We were just talking here before hitting the record button and we were just really excited for this episode because we think it's something that you will hopefully benefit from and that it will just kind of grow all of us in a little bit of a different way and to think about it a little more intensely. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So what is that, Maddie? What is the topic that we're going to be discussing today? So in this episode,
1: we are going to be discussing direction. Mm -hmm. Uh, Specifically, discussing the time in life when you feel like you're lacking direction, when you feel like the Lord isn't really speaking to you, isn't really telling you which way you should go, what Mm -hmm. decisions you should make, that kind of thing. I know that at one point or another in everyone's life, I think that everyone experiences this, even if it's just for a couple days or Mm -hmm. a couple years even. I've had times where it's for a very, very long time, you don't know what decision you should make, where you should go, what you should do, that kind of thing. And I think that that can really affect our spiritual Mm -hmm. lives. I think that that can really affect our perception of God and how near or how far he is from us. And Mm -hmm. I know that in those times, we kind of feel like, Lord, why aren't you answering me about these different things? especially if we have been praying, you have other people praying for you when you're trying to make decisions, when you're trying to find that direction, trying to find your calling, and so I think that this can be something that's very challenging for a lot of people. I know that it's been challenging for me even recently. This doesn't seem to get talked about a lot. I have heard a few different podcast episodes and different things about this, so Lily and I just really wanted to dive into this topic in this episode and just kind of get into it with y'all.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to be really good. So the first thing I wanted to mention was that Maddie and I have really, we've seen this in ministry quite a bit. And I know we've we've seen it in our own lives as well. You know, you have this, whether it's about like what job you should take or whether it's, hey, I have this opportunity to do something or somebody speaks something over you like, hey, you would be really good at this. Like you could make a living doing this or whatever, you know, all the different things that people say and then it just kind of gets stuck in your mind, right? Like, oh, maybe that is what I'm supposed to do. Maybe that is a possibility and your mind just kind of runs with it and you're praying about it hopefully and and uh, all those different things. Many teen girls have come to us and just said like, hey, I'm not sure if I'm supposed to walk into this. I'm not sure Mm -hmm. if I'm supposed to actually say yes to this opportunity or whatever it may be. And what usually happens? Like, okay, I'm going to pray about it and see what the Lord says. That's usually the typical response for Christians and in the Christian realm. We know the right things to say. And that's what I'm trying to get at. We know the right things to say when it comes to trying to be led by the Spirit. Um, when it comes to making choices that mm-hmm. are God honoring and that kind of thing, we know the right things to say. How much of the time, though, do we actually do the right thing? and do what God wants us to do because there are so many of us that go into something with a preconceived idea of what we want to do, right? Mm -hmm. Like, that's just so natural for all of us. And I think that y'all can relate as well. Like, we've all been in those different places where it's, I really want to do this thing. I really think I would be good at it. I would enjoy it, all these different things. And it could be something that's great that the Lord does have for you, whatever. I'm not discounting that. But what I am trying to say is that we all go into those decisions and that time in our lives where we're undecisive, like, okay, I'm gonna see what the Lord leads me to. Mm -hmm. And and we'll just see later, right? We'll just see. But really, when we're telling people that or we're thinking that, we already have this idea in our minds of what we want to do. Mm-hmm. And so what usually happens, I saw this saying on Instagram the other day, I think, and I thought it was very true. And I've seen it multiple times, but it kind of, I was reminded of it the other day. is that it's hard to hear God's voice when you've already decided what you want him to say. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is very true for all of us. Like we go into things thinking, wow, that would be really awesome. That would be really good. I think God wants me to do that, right? I think that God is leading me to that. I think he wants Mm -hmm. me to take this opportunity and run with it or this job and run with it or whatever it is in your life. And it's quite easy to look at something and really want to do it and then kind of trick yourself into thinking, I think God's saying that too. I think I should go with that.
1: Yeah, and that's something that honestly I've struggled with a little bit in my life just in making decisions, you know, as teenagers in high school especially. Mm-hmm. There's a yeah. lot of decisions that you have to make about your future and what you want to do for a job, for mm-hmm. an occupation, how you're going to make money, how you're going right. to go and live on your own, how you're going to do all this stuff, and it's a time where you're making so many decisions. Mm-hmm. On top of school, you may have a job already that you don't necessarily want to be permanent, but it's just something so that you can make a little bit of money, put it towards college, put it towards an apartment or a car or something like that. And so, I think that sometimes we can get so wrapped up in needing to make the decisions quickly, mm. needing to figure out what we're going to do, yeah. that the first thing that pops into our minds, we kind of think, well, that might be from the Lord. Mm-hmm. And maybe it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's totally possible that the Lord could be speaking to you saying, this is what you were made for. Go and do it. You're going to do it great at it. Mm -hmm. And I think that sometimes we can make the mistake though of that idea pops into our heads and then we're just like, okay,
0: it's going to go with that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And there's
1: not a lot of prayer that goes into it. There's not a lot of scripture reading that Mm -hmm. goes into it. I know that a lot of people think, well, yeah, you can pray about it, but there's not going to actually be scripture about Mm -hmm. like what job I should have. While there may not be something that specifically speaks into your job decision, there Mm -hmm. are so many verses about leaning on the Lord for wisdom, for understanding, for guidance, for direction. So I think that sometimes we can focus so much on the idea that pops into your head or that you've been thinking about for a while that we forget the process of praying mm-hmm. and reading the word and talking to fellow believers, to your parents, to all these different people who you know are good influences, who are following Jesus, who are praying for you, and sometimes that can result really, really badly. I know for me personally, I've been struggling a lot lately with trying to make a decision about college. I'm a sophomore this year, so it's kind kind of like, you know, I need to start deciding on what degree I want, where I want to go. Then there's also the issue of not wanting to have a bunch of debt and not really wanting to live on campus somewhere. You know, there's all these different Mm -hmm. things that come into this decision, and it's a really, really big decision because your degree influences your life a lot. And I am at a loss (laughs) as to what degree I want to get. And yeah, college has been something that is amazing main topic of conversation around our house and it's a very very big decision and I obviously want to do what the lord wants me to do I don't want to make the decision on my own but it can be so stressful sometimes that you're just like I just need to figure out a degree and mm-hmm. go get it and you start to rely on yourself you start to think like I need to make this decision right now I don't have enough time to wait on the lord to tell me what I should do but mm-hmm. then at the same time you're like well I don't actually want to get a degree just on my own and just go get it. And then that's not really what I was made to do. And so I know how stressful those kinds of decisions can be, especially for teenagers. Even if you're an adult and you're trying to make a decision about a job or about a house or there's tons of decisions that we make in our everyday lives. But I think something that we miss a lot is that prayer process. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times we can also stop surrounding ourselves with people who are following after the Lord, who are going to give you good advice, who are going to be praying for you and what you should do. And we can kind of retreat into ourselves and we rely purely on ourselves to make these decisions. I'm not saying that you should rely on those other people to make your decisions for you because ultimately it comes down to you and the Lord and prayer and following after what he wants you to do, but I think that it is very, very useful to surround yourself with people who are praying for you, who want you to follow after the purpose that the Lord has given you, and I think that that's a mistake that we make a lot of Mm -hmm. just retreating into ourselves and not taking that input from other people and then obviously not praying, not studying scripture and looking into that stuff.
0: Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think that another thing that I've just noticed is that we live in such a fast-paced world and it's constantly going. Like, we're literally raised on treadmills, right? To just keep increasing the speed as we go. Hey, go to school so that you can get to college, so that you can get this degree, so that you can get this job, so that you can live in this kind of house and get this kind of car Mm -hmm. and marry this kind of person and have this kind of life that you can post on your Instagram feed and get a million likes and all this stuff, right? It's just a continual treadmill kind of process and they expect us to make decisions like that too. Like, they Mm -hmm. expect us to make decisions as fast-paced as the world is going and that's just not correct. That's just not the way that it was intended to be because the Lord intends for us to take a Sabbath. Like, I am just recognizing how important Sabbaths really are and just taking that time to be with the Lord be quiet be just really reminded of the Lord's faithfulness and stuff because we live in a world that just doesn't do that and they mm-hmm. and they do it on purpose like it's not something that oh this is just how it ended up no we do it on purpose because they don't want us to recognize what the Lord wants us to do. They don't want us to have enough time to pray through it. Okay. Do you recognize that? The world does not want us to have enough time to really get counsel from the Lord about the different things that we're doing in life. Mm -hmm. They don't want that because that would lead us to live a very different lifestyle than they want us to. Yeah. And so I just I just think that if you're being pressured into making different decisions in your life, if you're being pressured into making fast-paced decisions and really just trying to measure up to other people so that you can live a perfect worldly kind of easy lifestyle, just step away from that. It is not worth it. Don't blind yourself on purpose. That's another um, piece of advice I would give because that has been helpful in my life and I've had many people tell me that before as well just when I've tried to get their counsel about different things of don't blind yourself on purpose because we tend to do that quite a bit and I don't think that we really notice it all that much, but it it is true. We blind ourselves on purpose because we don't want to listen to the Lord. We've already decided what we want him to say. And I think it was Spurgeon that has a quote that has just been really been on my heart recently. I don't know why, but it it says something to the effect of, I'm not seeking to be really great. I'm seeking to be useful. I've really relied on that the past couple months um, when I read that because I think that that needs to be our mindset in different things, especially when making decisions, Mm -hmm. especially when living in a fast-paced world that expects us to live that way as well. We have to be people who actually take the time to read the word, to pray, to really listen to the Word of God and remember that the voice of God will never contradict the Word of God. And mm-hmm. so, if you have this idea in your mind that, oh, hey, uh, I think God wants me to do that, but it doesn't line up with the Word. And remember, Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and all of this will be added to you. With that verse in mind, anything that you think God is telling you to do that goes against that verse is incorrect then, right? That decision, that opinion that you think is from God, it's not true. It's not true. And it's probably from you. And I think that sometimes that stems out of our desire to be great. We want to be something that is honored. We want people's honor. But let's ask this question, like whose honor are we really after? Mm -hmm. Whose honor do we want? Whose well done are we after? Because I'm not after the world's well done. I don't want their well done. I don't want their honor. I don't want any of that. I want to seek the Lord first and I want him to tell me well done one day. And so if that's what we're after, then we're not seeking to be great. We should be seeking to be useful for the kingdom of God.
1: Yeah, I think that that's really, really true, especially about the world wanting us to make such fast-paced decisions mm-hmm. because even now, like in middle school, kids right. are thinking like, what am I going to do for college? Mm-hmm. What am I going to be- do for a job? And honestly, some of that is natural. Right. Like as humans, we tend to look at the future, try and plan things out. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Like I think you should have some sort of plan for your life somewhat. <laughs> Which Maddie wishes she had. <laughs> yes, I do wish I had that. Oh, but I'm lost. I don't know what I'm doing with my life, but I think that because the world is so fast-paced, like Lily said, we have been programmed to think fast, Mm -hmm. to make decisions super quickly, and if you look at scripture, you can see how much the Lord makes people wait sometimes. Not out of cruelty, Mm -hmm. not out of a desire to make them stressed or to make them feel tons of pressure, but because that teaches us to be so reliant on him, on Mm -hmm. his will, but... We can't learn from that waiting process when we just try and make the decision for ourselves, when we mm-hmm. don't recognize the Lord has put me in this season of waiting. I know a lot of people talk about the season of waiting and they kind of talk about it lightheartedly, but sometimes right. that can be very difficult. It can be very uncomfortable, but I think that the Lord uses that uncomfortableness mm-hmm. to really stretch us, to take us out of our comfort zone yeah. and to rely on Him. This is the point of Him not giving us answers right when we think we need them mm-hmm. because we don't actually need them then he knows when you need the answer I feel like I really need an answer about college right now, but apparently I don't so like when you just keep praying when you keep spending time in his presence, you're gonna become comfortable in that season of waiting in a way mm-hmm. you're not gonna become comfortable in terms of not knowing what to do with your life because that is very uncomfortable and right. like you should have some sort of direction like I said, but you're gonna become comfortable in his presence. Mm-hmm. That's just going to be like a natural place for you to spend time in. And I think that the Lord can use that waiting so powerfully. Cause when we look at scripture, so many people were forced to wait on him, even mm-hmm. though they thought, right now, I need an answer. I need a plan. I need to know what on earth I'm doing. And the Lord just says, wait. Mm-hmm. And I've got your back. And he never leaves us without a saving grace. Like, mm-hmm. you're never alone in that season of waiting. You're never alone when making those decisions. Yeah. Unless you choose to blind yourself, like mm-hmm. Lily was just saying. Because when we choose to make the decisions on our own, we say, Lord, I don't really need your help making mm-hmm. this decision. I've got this. This job's going to be fulfilling. I know it. So many people rushed into making decisions, have rushed into making choices to follow their own direction, and they life is completely unfulfilling, Mm -hmm. completely meaningless, Mm -hmm. and they dread it, and I think that that's why sometimes I can get stressed about making decisions, though, because you think, I don't want to end up like those people. I don't want to end up being miserable, feeling like my life is completely unfulfilling, feeling like I'm not doing anything of value, but really, I shouldn't be rushing into that decision because that's exactly what they did, and that's exactly what I do not want to do, Because when you're comfortable in that season of waiting, when you're just like, God's got this, he's got me, he's got the situation, Mm -hmm. then you
0: are completely at peace, even though everything around you may be in chaos. Right. I was actually counseling a friend the other day and she was making some really big decisions and a person that's close to her uh, actually told her like just just go for it and if it's if it's meant to be it'll happen like if you get accepted into this thing mm-hmm. then it's meant to be like god yeah. wants you there. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I really had to bite my tongue when she said that because I just thought man if that's really our uh, mindset when it comes to decision-making, like, hey, just do it, and if it happens, then it's from God. Yeah. Then we're just trying to, like, go around God in the decision-making process. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. we think that we know better than God and that we can just kind of skip the process of waiting, like you just talked about, and skip the process of trying to really listen mm-hmm. to Him and what He wants of us, and we just, hey, if it, if it happens, it, then it's meant to be, right? No, God will let you suffer, okay? And I know that this is going to be hard to hear, but God will let us suffer from the choices that we make if it's Mm -hmm. not of him. If we convince ourselves, hey, this is what God says, this is what he wants me to do, and it's not, and you go ahead with it, he'll let you suffer the consequences of your choices. It's not that it was meant to be just because you got accepted into whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's like saying, Lord, Don't really want your help with this. Right.
1: Don't really need you to help me with the decision making process. Mm I know what I'm doing and right. then turning around and
0: expecting him to bless your decisions. Right. Exactly. When you go <laughs> against what he's told you to do. Exactly. It makes absolutely no sense. And, and yet this is what people are thinking, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like maybe you're listening to this episode and you're like, man, like I do seek the Lord. I try to listen. I try to do that. This is, this is where people are at. This is what they're thinking. And it is a worldly mindset that we have in the body of Christ. We've told mm-hmm. people, Hey, it, you know, go for it. It, that that seems to be really good when it's not like we're just enabling people to live an easy comfortable christian life while claiming to know christ mm-hmm. this is what we're being held accountable for in our world today as christians yeah. people are not living like jesus and it's really sad to just like when I heard that from my friend, I'm like, wow, that's really interesting that, that that's the thought process that we have in our world today now. And you know, it yeah. just, we get it so messed up. We want to go around God, just like Maddie said. And then we expect him to be like, Hey, great job. That's just amazing. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to allow you to prosper in it. Well, I'm not saying that you're going to be struck down and destroyed, but, you know, like. It's possible. (laughs) It's possible. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But it may not be where God wants you. And so, to me, that's the same thing. Like, if I'm not in the will of God and I'm just trying to do my own thing, then, like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. You know, what are we doing if we're not in his will and if we're not really allowing him to lead us? Like, we're going nowhere except where we want to go and that's not worth it. Mm -hmm. And that decision may
1: not blatantly be making you miserable, Yeah, but I am telling you, when you make those kinds of decisions, you are going to feel that unfulfilling, meaningless feeling. Mm -hmm. And it may start off as very small, well, that meeting really wasn't worth going to, like I should have just stayed home or whatever. It may start off as like that, and then it just grows. Like, Mm. you get restless. You hate the decision that you made. You dislike the people that made you make the decision or Mm -hmm. who told you to make that decision. But really, all that comes down to you and your relationship with the Lord. That's on you. Your decisions are on you. No one can force you to make a decision. Mm -hmm. And when you aren't, praying when you're not seeking god's will he's not going to turn around and bless you when you aren't making him a priority and i'm not preaching like this prosperity gospel of (laughs) make the decisions that the lord wants you to make and you will get that dream job that dream house that dream car like i'm not saying that because you could still suffer Mm -hmm. a little bit in that waiting process or in that job because people are difficult people are sinful People get on your nerves sometimes. Well,
0: living a Christian life is painful, Yeah, you know? Like, we don't like to tell people The Lord that, but told us it pain would be painful. Right. Yeah. We're going to suffer because of him. Mm-hmm.
1: But make sure that you really are suffering because of him, not oh. suffering because of you. A lot of times, we can get that mixed up. We can think that we are just these amazing martyrs, that we are just these amazing people. We're good people, but when you're not actually following the will of God, and you're not actually seeking his direction, his plans for your life, you're just suffering completely needlessly. But we do have a verse. That was just a little tangent.
0: (laughs) How did we get that long without reading our verse? I don't know. That's like the best part. Yeah, I know.
1: When Lily and I found this verse, we were just like, oh my goodness gracious, this totally applies to what we're talking about so it says you stubborn children declares the lord who carry out a plan but not mine and who make an alliance but not of my spirit that they may add sin to sin who set out to go down to egypt without asking for my direction to take refuge in the protection of pharaoh and to seek shelter in the shadow of egypt Therefore shall the protection of Pharaoh turn to your shame and the shelter in the shadow of Egypt to your humiliation. For though his officials are at Zoan and his envoys reach Hanes, everyone comes to shame through a people that cannot profit them that brings neither help nor profit but shame and disgrace. I love verse 5 when it says everyone comes to shame through a people that cannot profit them. Mm -hmm. As Lily and I were talking about this, I I just noticed that it said it cannot profit them. Mm -hmm. It's literally impossible for the world to actually help you feel fulfilled. Like, it's literally impossible because the world isn't functioning in God's will. They just aren't. And I know a lot of us like to say that we live in a Christian-based environment, Mm -hmm. in a mainly biblically principled world. (laughs) No, we don't. No, we don't. I'm sorry to say it used to be that way. Mm. That was like a Dr. Seuss poem. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It used to be like that, but now our world has just, I mean, we've seen so far gone, right?
0: Right. We've just seen a decline in the past two years, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you see how people are just they don't care what God has to say anymore. And we're just living on our own. And this comes
1: from not bringing the Lord into the decision of where your kids go to school, where you work, where you live, what Mm -hmm. you say, who you're friends with, all this stuff. It's not even just big decisions, but it even comes down to who am I spending my time with? What am I spending my time doing? Mm -hmm. What am I saying what am I listening to? All these different things. It's not just the, quote, big decisions in life. It's about the little things. And I think that this is where we've made some really, really big mistakes because we act like the Lord should only come into, like, the really, really big decisions, even though we're not really even bringing him into those decisions. But that is kind of when you think, I should probably pray about this a little bit. A little bit. I am talking, when we say that you need to pray about this, I'm not talking about before bed, Mm -hmm. you say, Dear Lord, please help me, (laughs) please help me make this decision. Amen. Like, this is something that honestly, you need to suffer over. You Mm. need to completely put yourself at the Lord's mercy and say, I need you to help me with this. Right. Because I cannot help myself Mm -hmm. and keep Praying that it's Mm -hmm. not just a one and done deal. Right. Because I think that the Lord almost makes us wait even longer Mm. when we don't want to devote that waiting season to worshiping Him, to praising Him for what He's already done, for what He's already helped us with while still praying for His help in Mm -hmm. future decisions. Like, if we don't use that time wisely, I still think that there's going to be some consequences Mm -hmm. for your actions. And I'm, Like we said earlier, not saying that you're going to be struck down by lightning or anything. (laughs) Yeah. But I just think that even an unfulfilling life, like that's plenty of punishment because who wants to live an unfulfilling life? So we're getting a little bit long on this episode, but Lily and I were just really, I don't want to say excited to talk about it, but this is something (laughs) that we are, we were excited, but this is something that we are pretty passionate about just Mm -hmm. because like the people who we work with, the teenagers that we work with, like, we're all making huge decisions. And honestly, as leaders, me and Lily have a lot to do with how they make those decisions, Mm -hmm. how they approach the Lord, how they handle that waiting process. Like, we are in charge of helping them with that. Mm -hmm. Here as a physical, in-person force to help them make those decisions right. and help them rely on the Lord because we can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. I know that sometimes we like to think that we can. We like to think that we can retreat into ourselves and say, I can grow on my own. I can make this decision on my own. Mm-hmm. Like, it should never just be you, ever. It is important to surround yourself with fellow believers, with people who are concerned about the decisions that you make with how you are seeking the Lord and letting them help you. Let them speak into you because I think that a lot of times we can get a little bit defensive Mm -hmm. almost of like, well, I just need the Lord to tell me. The Lord may use other people to tell you. Right. Don't purely take their word for it. Pray about it some more. If someone who you trust, who you know is praying for you, who you know is following Jesus, Mm -hmm. if they say, I think you should do this, I think you should make this decision, pray directly about that. Yeah. Like, Lord, did you actually speak to these people? Is this what I'm actually supposed to do? Because he can use people. It's not just this booming voice from heaven that you're going to hear. Like, he can use the things around you. He can use people around you. Right. So, never undermine that. Never Mm -hmm. forget that. But like I've been saying many, many times, it comes down to you and Jesus. Don't just rely on those other people. Rely on Jesus first and foremost. Rely on prayer and the word and fellow Christians. Yeah. Seek counsel for sure. Mm -hmm. That's so important. Yeah. Because our decisions have consequences. They affect a lot of people. So Mm -hmm. keep that in mind. Okay. We're going to pray. This has helped me even. I still don't know what degree I'm getting, but good reminder for me. So... Let's close out this episode in prayer. Dear Lord, I just thank you for this day and I thank you that Lily and I were able to talk about this topic and we're just able to hopefully give some counsel to people out there who are trying to make decisions. I pray that you would just help each and every one of us to keep you at the top of our priority list to continue praying and reading your word and seeking counsel from other people when we're trying to make these decisions. I pray that you would just help us if there's anyone in that season of waiting like we've been talking about. I pray that you would just help them to rely on you to not waste that season, and that they would just pray and praise you for what you've already done in their life, and that they would just
0: glorify you through that season of waiting. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. One thing I want to end with and just encourage y'all with is that we really just have to release all of our expectations before him, and we have to make room to receive from the Lord, because if you have that preconceived thought of of what you want to do of what you want the outcome to be or the decision to be we really need to release that to him you Mm -hmm. have to let that go because I think that that is just really important for us to understand we have to make room for him to give an answer
1: we have Mm -hmm. to make
0: room in our lives to say lord whatever you want to do with me lead me to where you want me to be make sure that I'm within your will um and that that's probably the most practical advice that we can give. You have to let go of all the stuff you want to do. And here's another thing. If it is a fast-paced kind of thing where it's, hey, I have to make the decision in like the next two days or I have to make the decision even in the next uh, week or whatever, like either spend all of your time (laughs) in prayer and reading scripture (laughs) Or don't say yes, unless it's directly, like, from the Lord, without a doubt, lines up with his word, you know it You've for been sure. been praying for it. It's or? not for your own glory. Mm-hmm. All of that, like, you have to be sure because so many of those things are just rushed into, and the world does that on purpose. The world purposely says, hey, make this decision in, like, the next two days, because like I said earlier, they don't want us seeking the Lord. They mm-hmm. don't want us... Actually listening to him and what he has for us And so don't be surprised when it's hard to seek jesus first when it's actually hard To have him as your only priority. Yeah, because the world doesn't want you to do that And I know that we say that constantly But it's probably one of the truest things we will say here on the podcast So I just want you all to get that this week. So thank you guys so much for listening I know this has been longer. We appreciate Mm y'all. We really really do Um, this is definitely a highlight of our week being able to upload our episode Episodes and uh, get it out in the world. Be sure to send it to a friend, somebody who may not know of the podcast. Let them know that you're listening. Let them know your thoughts, maybe about this podcast episode. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts. That is a free way that you can support our ministry. It mm-hmm. impacts us so much, and definitely helps us grow. Which I know that we don't talk a lot about, but if y'all have noticed, we don't have ads between our episodes. We don't have anybody like sponsoring us or anything like that. Um, not that we're that big or something, but we could have ads. We could, um, get paid through different things like that. And Maddie and I have chosen that too for now, just because we want it to be a fun listening experience. We don't want Mm -hmm. it to be something that is skip ad every five seconds. Um, and I know that that gets frustrating. So if y'all could do that, that would be amazing. Uh, we appreciate that as well. And we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye guys.